Welcome to According to Sources Podcast. This is your host, Andre. I'm joined by uh, Rob, as always, uh, Sean, as never. And Did you today, miss me? <laughs> no, nah, they did. Today, today we're, uh, we're joined by, by Horatio. He's a former guest. He's a uh, semi-pro professional football player. We wanted to get on, get him on and talk to him about uh, how he's preparing for his upcoming season and see what he's been doing um, in preparation for that. We also are going to talk about um, this NBA free agency period. Um, I'm sure if any, if any of you have been... Huh? How Jeremy Lin got shit on? That's what yeah. I want. I don't know if he necessarily got shit on, but uh, yeah, we could, we could talk about that too. Um, but yeah, we're, we'll just get directly into it. Um, yesterday... Carmelo Anthony and the Chicago Bulls had their, their little powwow, and you know, by all accounts, it uh it went pretty well. But uh, oh, how are you guys feeling about the prospects of the Bulls signing them? Go ahead, Rod. It's hot and cold with me, man. I, I, you can never really tell. One minute I'm like, all right, everything sounds good, everything looks good, and then we'll probably end up getting them, and then you know, you'll see something on Twitter or you'll hear something that'll go. Uh, I don't know, maybe not. So it's, I don't know. I'm like every other Chicago Bulls fan. I'm not getting my hopes up. You know, I'm hoping. But, you know, every time you hear something else, they kind of sway your your mind from him actually leaving all that money on the table with New York. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know yet. Uh, I will say, that, see, what people don't understand is Melo was just like a woman who just got out of a 10-year relationship. You know what I'm saying? He ain't looking for nothing serious. He just want to talk to some people. He want to feel wanted. You know what I'm saying? He wants some people to take him out to dinner. He, you know, he probably already knows what he's going to do, but he's never been a free agent. So, I mean, he's trying to just play the game. I mean, the, the, the max money is the max money. So, I mean, what are you really talking to these teams for? I guess you're trying to see uh, how serious they are about bringing you on and what they're going to do once you're on right. to, to make you a, a championship contending team. I mean, it's not like he's going out there and talking to Charlotte. He's talking he to... Well, that's true. He wants attention, though. You know, he just wants somebody to, you know, kind of slap past, slap him on the booty or something, let him know he's wanted. That's, that's the type of shit he's on right now. I think... Um, you know what? No, go ahead, Horatio. Let, let us see what you have to say before I get into what I have to say, because you, you haven't said anything. Um, uh, I look at it just like, you know, a blue chip recruit going into college. He got the top school trying to get him, and that's what it looks like to me. Like he, he's 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 going through that whole process again. You know, he's letting the wine and dine, showing the facilities. You know, put your name on lights, and this is how you're going to look when you play with the Bulls or play with Houston, and all those different things. And he's he's pretty much he's. He's soaking it up. I mean, he can stay with New York and get all the money, but you know, let's see what else somebody else got to offer. So you you playing the game, and that's what he's doing. I don't see nothing, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with no free stakes, man. Ain't nothing exactly. Wrong. If he does decide to stay in New York and take that money, I mean, once that team inevitably become a perennial loser. <laughs> Does he? I mean, uh, already a perennial loser. I, I mean, they went to the playoffs a year before last, but I just don't like they're they're hanging their hats on the ability to get uh, Kevin Durant in like 2016, uh, maybe pick up Kevin Love next year. 
if Minnesota doesn't trade him away and he's you know signs to another team wherever they trade him. Like they're banking on stuff like that. And I mean, sure, it all sounds good signing Kevin Durant in 2016. But if I'm Carmelo Anthony, I'm trying to figure out how do me and Kevin Durant play together. Ain't you know, ball, man. Ain't ball. Not, to, not to mention that's still two years away. You're still yeah. talking about a year, two years. He's 32 why, by the why, time why this I, happens. Why do I got to wait? I, that's what, like, as Bulls fans, that's what we're hoping that he's, that, like, like, that he's thinking. Like, hey, we don't know what he's thinking, but you're hoping that in his mind he's just saying, I don't want to wait to be good anymore. And, right. you know, the Bulls gave him a really good pitch. You know, Derrick Rose, Joe Kim Noah, Taj Gibson, and, and Carmelo Anthony, like, they're going to the at least the Eastern Conference Finals like every year with that team. Like the Eastern Conference is a is a is a barren wasteland. So like they gave him the right pitch. It's just whether or not he's smart enough to know that winning brings the money. Like I think LeBron made like seventy two million dollars or something like that outside of his contract. Yeah. Over, <laughs> you know, but before he won championships, LeBron wasn't getting endorsement money like that. He wasn't making $72 million off the goddamn court. Winning brings you all of that money. So LeBron wait, makes more wait. money. Are we, are we sure about that, though? Yeah, I, I was looking at it. He didn't make $72 million. He didn't make more. He didn't. It didn't happen. He had the shoe contract before he came into the league. But he he also money made stupid money money this year off of the... Uh... The headphones deal, though, didn't he? Yeah, that's what the headphones deal. He made thirty million off that. That's without that. Yeah, that's without that. It was seventy-two million dollars. Like, like, come on, man. Like, he was doing. I think, but I think the report that I read is like the highest he made. You know, without that shoe deal, which obviously he got before he came into the league, was something like twenty-seven million dollars in a year off the court. Oh wow! Like well, he let me, almost. Let me, he did the let me ask you a question. Going back to, to Melo real quick. Now, am I being biased, or out of all the teams he's looking at, him on the Bulls, that starting five is obviously the best out of any of the other options he has? Yeah, that's why he's not really – I don't think he's really considering any place else. It's the Bulls in New York. I mean, that, that starting five uh, minus with Taj instead of Carlos would just be ridiculous, in, in my opinion. I mean, they, they definitely would – Leapfrog uh, Indiana real quick. You go to Houston. I mean, there's nothing in Houston at all. He only got one. He only got one baby mama, so Houston isn't isn't as enticing. Oh my god. (laughs) 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 What did I say? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, let's be for real, man. As I know how much money Dwight. As long as as ridiculous as hearing uh, Slim Slim Thugger saying that he don't want his 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 kids to live in Chirac or whatever. It's like, dude, that's what he said. His kid, yeah, his kids won't be anywhere near the city, dog. Like, what are you talking about? Like, is is that is that really what's gonna sway him from from not coming here? Oh man, you know what? All that minus going on in the city. They might come up to the Trump Towers and, and, and get us. <laughs> like, nah, you, you're good. Downtown. He will live downtown. He will work downtown. They got the, the new uh, workout facility. He don't That's even have to live in the downtown area. They're they going to live in the Trump Tower. It's not going to matter. 
Right. Right next to Derek. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll be neighbors. You rarely see Derek walking around in fucking Inglewood. And ain't nobody going to be walking around fucking Inglewood. Unless I don't walk around Inglewood. I live in Inglewood. <laughs> I go to my house. I go to my car. I go to work. <laughs> when I get off of work, I go right back in my house. I'm not walking down the streets of Inglewood. And I don't exactly. I don't foresee the, the ever the the chance there'll be Carmelo Anthony just on sixty third national. Yeah. Something like, tells me that this won't happen. Nah. Won't see him on the green line. Probably not. <laughs> Unless he's buying that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to buy this and use this as my own personal transportation <laughs> to and fro. But that's the only time you'll see Carmelo Anthony on the goddamn Where's y'all need to get off? When the last time Slim Thug made any goddamn import? I don't know, man. I don't know. That's what I thought earlier when I saw that garbage. I'm like, Slim Thug? Chopping screw been dead for a long time, bro. Stay <laughs> <laughs> your ass in Houston, fam. <laughs> we don't need you talking about Chicago. We really don't. Ask the game how that uh, went the last time he started talking about Chicago. Now, all the Chicago rappers came out and started trying to end his career. You made it perfectly known that if you bring your ass within 75 feet of Chicago City lines, your ass is going to get lit up. You need to keep your mouth shut, Slim Thug. You ain't rapping no more, so quit talking. Yo, with your lanky ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I don't know, man. I mean, it's a lot of money to turn down, but he, he, he's he been doing a lot of talking about wanting to win and, you know, the money not mattering and all of these other things that he's talking about. It's like, I understand that his wife doesn't want to uproot the family. That's fine, Lala. Stay in New York. We're not asking for you to play for Chicago. Yeah, you, stay, you can stay your ass right there. <laughs> We're asking for Carmelo Anthony to play. It's only, it's only a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah, it's only... With all the money you're going to have, to get on your jet, you'll be here in an hour. It's not. Do y'all really think I got tripping like that? Yes. I don't know. I think she is. Hey, I tell her, you know, if, if you want to be tripping like that, we'll live off your check. You're like, oh, you don't have one. I would nah, just shut the fuck up. Lala does pretty well for herself. She's not Carmelo Anthony. But she do okay for herself. Yeah, she, but, she, uh, can, she, she can live. live. Yeah, yeah, she ain't pulling no mellow money, though. No, of course she not. But, but she, she, yeah, she can live. Like I said, she can live. She, all, uh, she, she stopped doing shit because she was doing too much stuff. She had her mm-hmm. own show on VH1. Yeah, a show. You know, she... Golden line. Little, little movie, hey. movie roles or whatever. She hey, like, like she said, she, she lived in Denver, okay? Chicago is definitely an upgrade. No offense, Denver. But she I mean, didn't even live in Denver. She was in L.A. when he was in Denver, and she just came and visited then because she had a television show in L.A. She was in L.A. They just came and visited him from time to time, and maybe once the show stopped taping, she would go back to Denver. But for the most part, she was in L.A. That's why everybody was like, he's either going to go to Los Angeles or he's going to go to New York. Because she's in L.A. filming, and, you know, she could do the same thing in New York. Well, sweetheart, you could do the same thing in Chicago. Man, look. Actually, she be closer to L.A. Man. and New York. I mean, this is a, a plane, what, three hours one way, four hours the other? She just needs to eat. Yep. You don't need Lala. I mean, I would love her. <laughs> and, you know, it's always good to have good eye candy at the at the UC, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Woman, La La, stay your ass in New York if you love it so much. But Mello, bring your ass to Chicago, fam. I mean, look, the Bulls. I understand that the Bulls are in a situation where they, you know, they can only offer him so much money. I'm hoping that they can try to get creative. I've been trying to ask people um, in the know, like uh, capologists and stuff like that, if maybe they can be sort of a three-team trade with the Bulls pawn off. Um, uh, Boozer to Utah, and Boozer and Dunleavy go to Utah. Utah sends a draft pick uh, to New York, and Bulls send a draft pick to New York, and like Miritich, yeah, like a couple of different draft picks or something like that. Um, and the Bulls get uh, Carmelo, and maybe I don't know uh, one of their terrible contracts. Bring that back <laughs> to Chicago, um, but nobody answered me. I'm still trying to figure it out. But I mean, if that's a, like a route, the Bulls should be trying to really consider it. Because if money is the big the big issue with him, and by all accounts that's what people are saying, it's like he wants to get that the maximum amount of money because then he needs to stay in New York. Contract. Yeah, then he can stay. He's gonna stay in New York, but the Bulls have to try to find a way to force Phil Jackson to to, to do a signing trade. Hey, Phil needs to stop being a player hater, man. He really does. <laughs> he just he really been, does. at this point. At this point, he's being a player hater. I mean, your player is is on the brink of of, of leaving, dog. Like, if somebody's trying to approach you with a deal and say, "Hey, we'll give you X, Y, and Z," you know, so we can get this thing accomplished. Don't be an asshole and say no. It's like what he's he's gonna leave you regardless. Like, how about you take something in exchange, and you know, make it. He's under the impression that he's not gonna leave. They've been kiss my ass when when Phil Jackson first got there. What was the first thing he did? What was the first thing he he announced or whatever was, you know, if Melo wants to, you know, win or whatever it is, you know, he needs to, you know, think about taking less money and yada yada yada. Now all of a sudden he gonna he gonna offer him. Yeah, he's gonna offer him the max. Yeah, he's gonna offer him the max now. He's gonna offer him the max now, right? Yeah, yeah, but, but it's stupid that they that they even allowed it to get to the like I don't know why Carmelo would go back because he's really like they can't even get they cannot get better this year. I mean, I guess you know getting um, Jose Calderon is an improvement over Raymond yeah. Felton. Uh, I don't know how much of an improvement Dallenbear is over Chandler. Not don't think it's an improvement at all. There's no improvement. It's not at all. At all. Um, what they get? I don't know the what else they have. He has a cool ass name. He sounds like one of the player haters. I, I don't know. I don't know what Carmelo is thinking. I, I wish we could fast forward, you know, till next Monday or something like that, and just be done with all of this because it's it's becoming tiring for me personally because all this is all I do, you know, is is, is follow this. So I'm following all of it, and it's tiring to read. So many different. Like right now, the story is that the Bulls know they they're not going to get Carmelo. They, they already know it. Yeah, they <laughs> the already know yesterday. It. The meeting was yesterday, and the Bulls have already conceded. So we're already flying out to LA to talk to Paul because this is over. This shit is over, son. Paul, where you at? What's up, baby? Like those are the stories that you read, and it's like. Maybe what the Bulls are trying to do is not be caught in a situation where they end free agency and all they have is Carlos Boos. Yeah, they yeah they end up with a consolation prize. They want to be in a situation where they go out and get players that they want and not players that are left over. Because we got Carlos Boozer as you know, like that was just what was left. There was no more Joe Johnson or Amari or none of the other three guys. It was like Carlos Boozer. Like who the fuck was Carlos Boozer going to? 
these stories about like Joe Kim Noah was out recruiting Carlos Boozer. No, Carlos Boozer was recruiting the Bulls. Like, please take me because I don't know where the hell else I'm gonna go. I don't. I don't. I don't he's a fucking. He's like a fucking stray dog. And the Bulls just took him in because he looked. Are you like? Oh, okay. He's like, pray to God, y'all don't send me back to Utah. <laughs> I just, just gotta leave. I don't. I don't. I don't want to play with Darren Williams. Anymore. You know what I'm saying? And it just felt like, you know, that's what they they just ended with him, and they're trying to be in a situation where they're not like that. But anytime the Bulls talk to another free agent, it's gonna be because they know they're not getting Carmelo, and it's just like if they're not gonna get him, fine. But I don't want to go through another two weeks of this shit. This shit is irritating me. Everything. Y'all aren't on Twitter like like me and Rob are. And I don't even know if Rob is on Twitter like I am. Because this is this is literally all I do. And every story is the Bulls aren't getting Carmelo. Carmelo is laying towards New York. The Bulls offer Carmelo 15. Like I was talking to Kenny Anderson today. <laughs> okay, that's random. <laughs> and he was like... He was like... Uh, yeah, he said, you know, the, it's like a 50-50 chance between Chicago and New York. But the Bulls just have to get the money up. And I, and I was like, okay, I can understand that. But, like, all of the other reports outside of what Kenny Anderson is saying is, like, the Bulls have no chance. And I was like, I'm tired of hearing that shit. Like, okay, who do, how do you fuck, how do you guys know this shit? <laughs> Where's the information coming from? Where's the flow of information coming from? That, you know, this, that Carmelo literally tells someone, fuck the Bulls, man. All right. mm-hmm. I can't do that. <laughs> After spending nine hours with him, not nine hours. He was here for forty-eight hours. <laughs> yeah, but if officially spending with the Bulls, he gave them nine hours. So all damn day, nine hours, and then he gave everybody else what six. He gave what's the name of six. He stayed in Dallas for two damn hours. <laughs> he gonna get a new, he gonna get a Lakers like twenty-two minutes. He gonna walk <laughs> over there. He gonna shake Kobe's hands and be like, "I love you, dog." But I can't do this. And then he's gonna walk out the fucking door. He's he gonna be like, "Fool, you making like fifty million dollars in a year and a half? Like, he ain't gonna be able to do shit." I, I, I love you, but I came in for Rodeo Drive. I, I just. I'm really, My question I'm, is, what could you be doing for nine hours at United Center? Well, they, 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 like, I, I, I know what the They did a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, they went tour tour the the new facility. He toured the facility. They sat around and they talked about the finances. He watched Derek uh, work out a little bit. Um, then they went to dinner. They went to dinner too. So they they, they add all that stuff in there too. They yeah. basically just they basically yeah. And what Kenny Anderson was uh, saying is that uh, he didn't like fifteen million dollar idea. Okay, we can. That's fine. Then the Bulls get rid of a couple other guys, and it, it goes to seven chain, and he doesn't really want that either. But the thing about that is, is like all Houston can give him is eighteen million, so they're in even. It's not like they're in better shape; they're in worse shape because he really doesn't want to go to Houston, you know. So right. it's really the Knicks and the Bulls, and he's trying to weigh seventeen million dollars against twenty-two because his whole thing is, this is Kenny Anderson again. Apparently, he has sources. He was saying that he doesn't want yeah, them. Fucking sources. Yeah. <laughs> He's saying, uh, but he actually said this before anybody else did. Because there was a lot of uh, reports coming out that uh, Jimmy Butler was, like, expendable. But apparently Melo was like, he doesn't want them to trade Jimmy Butler or Taj Gibson. He learned his lesson. Yeah, that's what he happened in New York. They gave lesson. up all their essence. He learned his lesson. Like, look, I'm not going to come here because that's why I want to go. 
but I get there and we've gutted the team and we're you know a, a fourth seed or or a fifth seed or whatever. But see, he's in the same situation as LeBron is, if you ask me. Because y'all turn y'all damn TV now. He's in the same situation as LeBron because LeBron is saying like he wants to win, but he doesn't want to take less money. Like this is the same shit that Kobe got crucified for for taking a twenty-five million dollar contract. Now LeBron is about to do the same goddamn thing, but he's saying he want to win, and then he's not going to take less money to make the team better. This how old is exactly the same thing. How old is Kobe? I don't give a fuck how Kobe. How old it, is it, it's, it's, it was basically because of his age. If 29-year-old Kobe did that, people would have been like, all right, we cool. Nah, it's because it's Kobe. It doesn't matter if it was 29-year-old Kobe, 21-year-old Kobe. 18, it could have been womb Kobe. Nobody, people just don't, they just don't like Kobe. I don't, I don't know what the problem, I don't know what the issue is with that. They don't like him. But it's the same situation. Melo, if he wants to come to Chicago and Phil isn't going to play ball, then you have to take less money if you're about winning. If you're right. about winning. But if you're not about winning, you can go back to New York and waste your, I told somebody, he can go to New York and become Bernard King again. I'll tell you what, man. I tell you what, if uh, if Melo goes to Phil and go look, I'm going to Chicago. I'm up. I'm out. And you know, the Bulls, the Bulls front office contact uh, Phil, and he goes, Nah, I don't want Boozer. I don't want yada yada yada. And go, Well, you're about to lose him anyway. He ain't that stupid. I mean, Phil ain't gonna kiss his ass, but Phil, he ain't just gonna Phil, let him go for nothing. Phil is stubborn. I, I feel like Phil. he is. Yeah, I feel like he is. <laughs> but that's I the thing. Like the thing, Rob. Right. I've been. Like, I have my sources too, oh. and you I have some. Walk off. I got some. Goddamn, I got some sources uh, that that are that are familiar with the New York Knicks organization, and there's people within that organization that believes that they should take Carlos Boozer back. They think that it's the best. Uh, the best thing for them to do if Carmelo is going to leave is take Boozer back because then you why, get his money off of why, your books for 2015. Why, why wouldn't it be? You're going to lose the contract anyway. Why wouldn't it be? I mean, it makes, just, it makes perfect terrible. sense. Okay, throw in a now couple draft picks and Meritage. Throw some draft picks in and Meritage because I don't want to come away looking like you can put And the Bulls We'll give up Meritage, like, like okay, because Meritage has already decided he's coming over. So, fine, you're here now. Yes. You're ours. Good riddance. Yeah, we're, we're going to send you to New York. first thing smoking to New York. And then that's that. But I, it's just not going to end like that, man. We're going to end up getting Lance Stevenson for five years, $50 million. <laughs> <laughs> $50 <million>. <laughs> and that's just going to be what we get, man. I mean, we may get some more, you know, little small pieces here and there. But it's gonna be Lance. It's gonna be born ready. Uh, <laughs> starting two guard <laughs> for the Chicago Bulls. Hey, hey, the Chicago Bulls. If y'all happen to be listening to this podcast, I'm available to shoot the Lance Stevenson life story. <laughs> my price ranges are, are very reasonable. I'm flexible in my schedule as well. Well, wait, wait, let's talk stay. about that real quick. He turned down what? What was it? Four years, forty-four, he can, or five years? He can get more money than that, though. He can, but they're not going to go up. And it's, they just it's like say, does he want to win? So let me ask you he want to win, is, or he want to get paid? Well, he want to get. He want both, but I think he want to get paid more. I would be mad too. Is that, um, is that just money wise for them, or was they just telling him that's what he's worth? No, that's, that's money, money wise, wise because they paying. Whack ass trash bag Roy Hibbert has so much money. Paul George got a lot of money. And David West 
David yeah. West is making $10 million a year, too. They just gave C.J. Miles, like, I think it was a three-year, $18 million contract. And, like, that, I mean, they could probably, they would have been able to go up a little bit more had they not the effect. Because I think Lance wants, like, I think he wants five years, 50, 55, something like That's that. That's what I heard. And they would have been able to do it, but now they're giving C.J. Miles, you know, six, $6 million a year. So now, like, that's money that they can't allot to Lance, and they don't want to go over the uh, luxury tax because they don't want to pay that money. So they've made it very, very difficult. It's a hard stance on for them. We're giving you five years, $44 million, and Lance is going to get over $10 million per. They can forget that. He's gone. I don't yeah. know why they got C.J. Miles. They gave him a lot of money to be essentially what he's been his entire career. Fucking non-factor. <laughs> it's a lot of money getting thrown around. That, you know what? Speaking of that, they, the, the, the NBA PA uh, Players Association is telling those guys to, instead of getting your money in 12 months, so you know you get your money in 12 months, they tell him to do it at 18 because, like, we're, about to, we're going through another lockout because these motherfuckers are getting uh, – the Clippers just are selling for $2 billion, and they're throwing $18 million around to C.J. Miles and $9 million to Ben Gordon, who wasn't even in the fucking league uh, last year. I'm going to say, I didn't play basketball. I'm like, wait, Ben Gordon he didn't. He, he didn't. But all this money is getting thrown around, but the players are keep being asked, to take less money, they're gonna. It's gonna be a lockout at the end of this next uh, collective bargaining agreement because the players are not gonna get raped again. They're gonna ask for them to give them some stuff back, and maybe Adam Silver is not David Stern, and he's able to convince those owners that you know you guys aren't hurting the way that you, that we made it seem, and they'll right. get a little bit back. But um, I think it's gonna be another fucking lockout. <laughs> probably, probably. I mean, he already set it up. Owners, by saying that, huh? By saying take your check in eighteen months, he's like, no, nah, that's the national, no, that's the uh, the players association telling the players to do that. I'm I'm just saying, like they they see the writing on the wall. You know what I'm saying? Like they they don't just say that for no damn reason. Yeah, because they they want they they tell them stuff like that just because they're saying you need to be prepared in the eventuality. Well, it's also just like because you gonna buy fifty cars because you a fucking idiot, and then we in a lockout for two months, and you talking about just do whatever they want because I need a check. Yeah, you know, they they learned their lesson. Too. I mean, 1999 was a really really bad time for NBA players. They didn't think the lockout was happening. Hey, didn't your boy have to? Your boy Kenny Anderson had to sell a couple of his cars because he ain't had no money. I remember that. Speaking of Kenny Anderson, a whole bunch of guys had to do that. So they're just doing their due diligence to be prepared for what may happen. But a lot of money getting thrown around in a free agency. And uh, I, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the, in the coming years. Speaking of the money that's getting thrown around, I don't know. I don't know if uh, the, them boys in in, in Miami going to stay together, man. I think the league is is doing exactly what I was hoping they would do. Everybody in the NBA is conspiring to shut the Miami Heat out of getting better, <laughs> except Charlotte. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I, it, people online are saying that Carlos Boozer got amnesty. Is this true? Wait, I'm seeing this right now that he got amnesty. And the Bulls have informed. Yeah, 949. It happened about 20 minutes ago. Oh, do you still do we still think that they confident they aren't getting mellow making that move? No, they, 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 they have to do that move. No, that, that move was supposed to have been made a long time ago. 
And Kyle Lowry signed signed on with uh, Toronto, four years, forty eight million. Um, Jamal Crawford, uh, he wants an extension next year. But but the the two moves that are that are that are really good is that Marcin Gortat signed back with Washington, and then Kyle Lowry just signed back with with Toronto. And it's looking like Trevor Ariza is going to sign back with uh, Washington. It's like everything is coming together to push LeBron right the fuck on up out of uh, Miami. Because it's a whole bunch of reports going around that those two dudes opted out of their contracts and they don't know what the hell LeBron is going to do. They don't know if he's going to stay. They don't know how many years. They know nothing. Like he didn't give them, he, they didn't, he didn't get any assurances from him. They're just out there on their own, and they're not, like, working together. This is a Chris Broussard report, but if you look at the way things are happening, that's, it doesn't look like they're actually working together at all. It's like they're, they're all out on their own. The only person who isn't, who isn't is Dwayne Wade. He knows he's always going to be a Miami Heat player. But those other two guys, man, I don't know. Because how does Miami get better? Who do they get to get better? Well, I mean, first of all, they, I, I still feel Napier was going to come through. And... Go ahead. Go ahead, Rob. I mean, I, we talked about this on the last podcast. I, I still feel like they need to get a big man. I don't, I don't care what nobody say. Who? It was, they was banking on Gertat. Yeah. I don't know, but that's what they need, though. <laughs> right. That's what they need. They, they need one because they, they can't defend in the paint. They can't get rebounds. Well, that's because they got uh, Chris Bosh shooting threes, fifty-threes every goddamn game. I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do, Chris Bosh. I don't know what they're gonna do because you know what? I think. Hold on, Dre. What, what is it? No, I said I'm not gonna get on Chris Bosh. Oh, hey man, people you know, in Chicago. I, I, I don't. We've been getting on Chris Bosh for four to five seasons now, man. Ever since he went to Miami, man, people been going hard on him. I just wanted to see. I, I, I'm. This is the most exciting part about it is that LeBron is basically telling them, "If you don't get better, I'm going to leave." So, so he waiting for them to sign other players first. You think? Yeah, before he, or at least you know, make offers to guys. Guys accept because basically, I mean, they can't sign a person until July 10th anyway. So if you're out there and you're making deals and you have guys that have accepted certain amounts of money and. LeBron feels that those guys are good. Then he says, okay, I'll take my max contract and you can work around that. But they haven't even made any offers to anyone. The, the guys that they want to make offers to are going back to the teams that they play for, and all these other teams with more money are moving in on the secondary guys. So, mm-hmm. you know, if they don't get a Trevor Ariza, or, you know, now they're looking at people like Vince Carter and Wait, who? Yeah, Vince Carter. They're <laughs> <laughs> looking at like Vince Carter and like a couple other old ass guys. Like, I think Wasn't that they problem in the first place? Yeah, but it's like no, but none of these young guys. Like, okay, you want these young guys and they're tw- like thirty. Like, I think Kyle Lowry is like twenty eight. He's not gonna get another huge contract in his career. He wanted to take two million dollars to come and play with LeBron James. Like, man, I got a family. Right. <laughs> like LeBron is cool and all, but you know, 
Spreewell said, man, I gotta, this shit ain't gonna feed my family. You know, I'm trying to get, you know. Not to, not to mention, it's not like Toronto is bad. Like, he, you know, he, he's going back to a bad team. Even if it was a bad team, if you ask me, if I'm 25 or 26, 30 years old, and it's like, do you want to play for Milwaukee for, you know, 12 million a season, or you want to win championships with LeBron James and get 2 million a season? I'm taking a 12 million, and if LeBron is still around six years from now, then I go play with LeBron when I'm 34. Or whatever, thirty-two. When I'm a little bit older and I made my money, it's no way hell I'm turning down twelve million dollars for LeBron James. And I'm twenty-five years old. Right? No way. And nigga ain't that damn good. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> ain't even win a championship this year. So what the fuck I'm going to play with LeBron James for? He can't even win a championship. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah, that was something else I was say about free agency, but I I oh. totally forget. Yeah, that's some. Those are the things. I mean, you know, whether or not he Carmelo goes back and the Miami Heat. I mean, I, I still can't believe that Dwayne Wade opted out of that contract. Hell no. Hey man, under the table deals, man. He gonna be. He gonna be COO like Triple H in this bitch as soon as he retire. I told my brother, and that was that as soon as they hey, get brother, it, said that he was gonna be a um, uh, Heat for life. So yeah, you know, they doing something behind closed doors. If Adam Silver should be investigating him, that team. The second, <laughs> the second D Wade gets a he gonna he gonna like he gonna take two billion dollars. Over the next quarter, the course of the next couple of years, and then he's gonna get like some stupid ass uh payment to be in the front office where he's making like thirty five billion dollars a season. <laughs> he gonna get he gonna, he gonna he gonna get like a thirty five million dollar deal and get hurt and be on some injury reserve bullshit that takes him off the books or something. You know what the fuck? And that's, that happen? That's what Adam Silver finds the shit out of them to vacate their goddamn championships if they win anymore. Hey, uh, <laughs> that's exactly what should happen. Real quick, Mike McGraw just said the Bulls have not amnesty Carlos Bulls. Okay. I wasn't saying it on no major outlet. He said, for the record, the Bulls have not amnesty Carlos Bulls. So I don't know where this stuff is coming from. Could be another fake fake handle that got a, got everybody on Twitter when a free nah, this is Al- started. I'm looking at Alex Kennedy. He, he reported it too. Hey, Alex Kennedy also reported that Derrick Rose was at dinner with Carmelo, and he wasn't. I think, uh, what's the name of said it too? Um, Ethan um, Skolnick. Trust me, if they if they amnesty Boozer, it would be like late-breaking news through all the Chicago channels. Everybody would have went straight to it. That's the main thing. You the bars would have had drink specials, Carlos Boozer, the amnesty, drink specials and that shit. Was the first right, thing exactly. <laughs> Hey, Amnesty is ass. Where the party at, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw your, uh, I saw the Michael McGraw uh, uh, tweet. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah, we, we see, uh, right now the Soldier Field man at his party. Just, 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 you <laughs> see, uh, Patty Mills actually re-signed with the Spurs because one, one yeah, people thought no he was gonna leave. He ain't had no choice but to sign with them. He just tore his, uh, what was it, labrum in his shoulder. Yeah, and, no, rotator cuff. So he had to have surgery. He's gonna be out for a while. Nobody's gonna give him more money than Spurs did. They actually did right by him. Oh, okay. Giving him, I think he got a uh, three years, twelve million dollars. Yeah. That's pretty good because he's gonna miss a lot of the season. Well, 
And that's pretty much it for free agency. Now we'll we'll keep you all up to the story. So Rachel, I wanted to have you on because uh, you randomly shared a video with me that I thought was spam initially, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was actually like a a, a, a crazy uh, documentary video about y'all last season and then this starting season. Who made that video, by the way? What Rob Tizzle? Good deal. That was a, a nice video y'all had. I, I, I was a. Uh, it looked like um. It looked like real life Friday Night Lights and shit. <laughs> you ain't the only one that thought it was fair because I had a couple of people like, dude, somebody hack your page because they see, come out a video hey, and go to them like. Hey man, you sent me you sent me a link with no message before that. I'm suspicious to say I'm texting you and everything. Like we, I gotta have, a, I gotta have confirmation that this shit ain't about to blow my computer up. Right. But, um, <laughs> let's get into. Uh, I don't. Know, I feel like you, we talked about your semi-pro career a little bit last time, but mostly we were talking about the Super Bowl. I, I feel like you're the only one out of us who picked the Seahawks. Were you, Rob? Did you pick the Seahawks? I don't recall. I don't think I did. Yeah, I think. I think. I think, I think we. I think sure. we all were hedging our bets, except for Horatio. We all yeah, hedged sure. our yeah. bets. <laughs> it, this happened. Seattle is going. Yeah, and that if did happen, but none of us had the conviction to say it was going. To. Yeah, no. Yeah. So Horatio, let's get a little bit more background because I think we just mentioned it. Uh, let us know how you got into semi-pro football and your team and your league and uh, last season, and then what's going on this season. We're just gonna get your story. Get my story. <laughs> okay. Um, actually, uh, I got into semi-pro. Uh, I didn't know it was anything such as semi-pro football. Um, just yeah, happened to be one bowling. <laughs> I, uh, a guy ran into me in the bowling alley, and he just happened to ask me, like, man, you play football? I'm like, yeah, I play pickup football on the street or something like that. He's like, no, you play semi-pro. I'm like, who? That shit is racist, by the way. The big black dude, he's like, oh, yeah, he played football. <laughs> he got to play football. He either play football or he's a uh, sugar nice little brother, one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he told me to come out to a practice, and I'm like, okay, yeah, you should go to a practice. It was at uh, uh, my park on 95th, uh, right off the Dan Ryan. And okay. I, I brought one of my guys with me. I said, man, come with me just in case this is set up. <laughs> Try to jack me or something like that <laughs> to roll with me. So we go there, and they was out there practicing. I met the coach, uh, and they were suited up, and I heard them, the, pla- the pads uh, clash a couple of times. And it was like the switch flipped. I'm like, I'll be back when your next practice. And 11 years later, still playing ball. I, actually, I started with a team called the Force of Illinois, and the next year they branched off. Um, and started a team called the Chicago Wolverines. I played with them for six years, and that team folded. And I thought I was done. I'm like, okay, I'm done with football. I did it. I played. I got the scars and the bruises and the bum knee to, to <laughs> prove that I played. And one of the guys that I played with, um, happened to run into him at um, Export, and he was like, man, I'm out here um, in Brookfield. Uh, it's a team out there, man. It's real good. You need to come out there, age. Come on, man. Come on. I'm like, dog, I'm done. I'm retired. I'm, I'm, I'm good. He's like, no, age, you got to come. Trust me, you got to come. So 
uh, got in contact with uh, the uh, the owner of the team because I was actually like I felt like Carmelo for a second because I had people calling me asking me to come play with them. I'm like, how you get my number? <laughs> Emailing me, <laughs> texting me. I'm like, who is this? Like, oh man, hey, come on, man, you you come over here. This, that, and that. I'm like, I don't even know who you are. Like, no, 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 no. And so I reached, I, you know, he told me to reach out to them, and they, t- I talked to them, came out to a couple of uh, OTAs, and this is my fourth season with the Mustangs. Uh, so, wait, let me ask, what's your football background? Like, you played high school, college? Like, what did you play? I played, I played four years in college. Uh, I mean, I was four years in college, four years in high school. I didn't play any football in in grade school or anything like that. Um, played mm-hmm. four years of high school. I started off as a fullback my freshman year. Got hurt. Came back and uh, the next year went from fullback to defensive end. My sophomore year, junior year, they moved me inside, and then the coach asked me because they needed a, another. Uh, they need an offensive tackle, and he asked me. You ever play offensive tackle? I'm like, no. He said, you want to? I'm like, that means I'm going to get on the field, right? He's like, yeah, like, I'll play. <laughs> right. What I need to do, run and pass? Okay, cool. So I played offensive tackle uh, my junior and senior year. And I didn't play any ball in college. Um, okay. I just wanted to go to school. I didn't want to play no more football. I was just kind of, you know, I was burnt out. And then I started playing semi pro. and Okay. Like I said, eleven years later, I'm still out here. What's the y'all league? Hmm? What's the name of the league? Uh, the league that we play is called the Mid States Football League. Um, it's teams out of Wisconsin and Illinois. It was teams out of Wisconsin, Illinois, and Indiana. Uh, two of the teams in Indiana uh, folded. Well, actually, three of the teams in Indiana folded. Um, and it's about, I want to say, five teams in Wisconsin. It's a team out that just joined the league from um, the Quad City area. Okay. Um, it's a team out of Rockford. You got, what, one, two, three teams out of um, the Chicagoland area. One is in Lincoln, out of Lincoln Way. Um, other one is in Melrose Park. And there's another one uh, called the Chicago Thunder there in Bolingbrook. And then you have us in... Um, Riverside, Brookfield. Okay. So it's like twelve teams league now. It was like sixteen, seventeen teams, but they cut like all, a lot of the dead weight out. So now it's just it's it, it made it it made the it made the league tougher because it's one of the teams that's in the league. Um, it's like the longest running semi-pro team and minor league team in 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 America. Like they play, their their history goes so far back as. They were part of the NFL. Before oh, wow. the NFL, yeah, like this team called the Racing Raiders. Um, they've been around for seventy some year, eighty some years. Um, That's crazy. They got their own home field stadium. They, I mean, it's like they 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 draw crowds. Like they they draw the biggest crowds in semi-pro football. They have they can have anywhere between. Three to six thousand people come out to see them play, depending on who they're playing. That's what's up. I mean, they're known like all over the all over the country. So they get the best athletes, they got the best facilities, 
I mean, they basically run by the city of Racine, so that helps. So when when does the season start? Uh, the season officially starts. Uh, what is it? July the twelfth. That's the um, opening. That's the regular season starter. Wait, 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 um, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Your first game is July twelfth. Yes. Are we supposed to be uh, been in the elbow at a wedding on July eleventh? Wedding is July twelfth. <laughs> I, I and the, this is the crazy thing. I won't be able to go to the wedding, or I won't be able to play in the game. Because I have uh, another obligation I got to take care of, so oh okay, I'll get cussed out different directions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so twelve. Okay, yeah, I'm flying. I'm supposed to fly in on the 11th. That's right. Anyway, so wh- what have you been doing to get ready for the uh, season? Um, well, we just I want to say last Sunday was our last preseason. Not this. Not this Sunday. The Sunday before was our last preseason game. Um, we have three preseason games every year. Um, but before that, we had uh, like a rookie mini camp. Uh, we was practicing twice, no, once every uh, on Thursday night at the uh, high school that we play at. And I worked out with them, so I'm one of the captains. So, you know, at it looks good for the captain to be out there when you got a bunch of new and rookie guys out there. So I worked out with those guys. Now, um, now you a vet in the game, right? Yeah. So are you out there telling them young boys to take it easy? They they trying to go full speed. You're like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> All the time. I'm, I'm like, seriously, I'm the oldest guy. I'm 37. I'm the oldest guy on the team. I got guys. There's one kid that just joined. I graduated with his dad. Oh shit! <laughs> that's what that's what I know right now. It's time for me to give it up. It's, it's, it's time for me to hang. I'm like I'm out here playing with somebody's son that I went to school with. So it's, it's about that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I gotta. Sometimes I gotta tell the young guys. You know, they want to go full speed every single rip. I'm like, look, man, s- slow down, chill. And then you know they feel like, oh no, we gotta. We, you practice like, oh okay, do it again, and I, I gotta. Got to put them in line a little bit. So. <laughs> you ever walked away from the from the field after practice and uttered the Danny Glover line? <laughs> All this shit. <laughs> I I I I I contemplate life after every practice, after every game. Like, why am I still doing this? Then Thursday come around and try to get ready for practice. <laughs> I I don't I. I don't know. It's got to be something wrong with me. I don't know. So, wait. I, I know y'all had a tough season last year. According to, you know, that uh, ball-ass video, y'all lost in the championship game. <laughs> yeah. There was a uh, there was actually a really good shot of you on the bench. That post-championship loss, man, I mean, you had that typical look. I mean, you almost had Manning face. You know what I'm saying? You was just like, how the <laughs> fuck did we get here? Man, it – I mean, it, it – I – Sat there on the bench for a while because I had to soak it in. Like, you know, you when you get so close and you work so hard to get to that point. I mean, because it. I mean that that season was a struggle by itself. I mean, we went seven and one in the regular season. Um, we had the uh, uh, number two seed, and the championship game was supposed to be at our home field. And so, you know, that was like added incentives to like, you know, hey, we got to win this. So. Our first the, the wild card game, and then the first, I guess you want to call it divisional series or whatever, 
game was at our house. So we beat our rival that we beat once before that year, the Chicago Thunder. And at that same night, we found out that the team down in Indianapolis that was the number one seed, they lost. Oh, wow. So now the conference championship game is at our house. And that was crazy because we only made it to, well, the referees didn't, they only had four referees. They need at least five. Two of them were stuck in traffic. So it was like a 45-minute wait. And we had to start the game early because we knew it was a storm coming and the high school was having prom. So they needed the parking and everything else. They had prom and they had something else over there. And we're over there by Brookfield Zoo. So, you know, mm-hmm. we had to start the game early, but we still ended up starting 45 minutes late. And by the beginning of the third quarter, I want to say five minutes, we was up 32 to 6. We had like this crazy storm that just blew through. Like the field was flooded. I mean, the water was coming into the locker room. There was lightning everywhere. And they had to keep pushing it back. Like every time it's a lightning strike, you got to go another 15 minutes, another 15 minutes, another 15 minutes. And the constantly keeps resetting. So we ended up having to cancel that game. And we think like, okay, we are 32 6. This team is not going to put back Chicago from Indianapolis to play us again and start the game at the third quarter. And they wanted to do it, so we dropped another 32 points on them when they came back up <laughs> the next weekend. So we're thinking, like, okay, championship game going to be at our house. We're playing the championship game. And the, the school had another event that was going on that following weekend, and we couldn't get the field. We couldn't schedule it for a Sunday or anything like that, so we had to go to to Wisconsin and play at a neutral site and we played the team out of Madison and <sighs> we came up a little short. But was that my, the new first year making it to the championship? That was my with that team was my first year. Uh, my first year playing semi pro I made it to the championship game and lost by one point and oh, we was at the goal line. Damn y'all got so, y'all Titans on, huh? Man. Yeah. So this, this one right here, was, it, it, was, it, was t- it was hard. It, 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 it hurt. But I, I, like I said, you've seen a picture of me sitting there on the bench. Like I yeah. took me a minute because I, I just had to watch. I had to see them and see, like, I was that close. And this is my reason why I'm coming back next year because I want to get to this point again. But this time I want to be the one holding the trophy and not sitting on the bench looking at them crazy again. <laughs> so. Right. How many years do you think you got left, man? Uh, he retired every year. I feel like, um, what's his name? The tight end. Yeah, the tight end. Yeah, I'm like 85% sure this is my last year. Big Brett Farface ass dude, man. He retired every damn offseason, man. <laughs> and that's what my guys get over here, but they said, H, you ain't retired. You're going to be playing. I'm like, dude, I don't sacrifice 11 summers playing ball like. I mean, no going to travel. Only traveling I did was to a game. You know, no off time. You know, people partying, weddings, and I missed so much. So I figured, like, this would be my. I want to live my life, but then again, you know, it's that itch, and hopefully, at the end of this year, I don't have that itch. But I, I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm 85 percent sure. Just a bit. If you're trying to get rid of that itch, boy, because other than that, your ass gonna be playing football. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't want to be that dude that's playing like I'm 45 years old. I'm still out here playing with these young. No, I don't. I don't want to be is that. It, person. Is it guys like that in the league? Uh, there's a guy that plays with the team out um, out here, uh, Chicago Thunder. He's like 42, and he's still playing. I'm like, dude, like, when are you gonna give it up? He's like, man. He said, every year I want to give it up, and I found myself back out here playing. I'm like, uh, I can't, I can't be that person. Wow. I don't know, man. It, it sounds crazy, though. <laughs> so, um, do you, you guys play? Well, you said this. How many teams you say in the league? Right now, it's twelve teams in the league. So you don't There's get to a play. North division, red South division. Uh, no. Like we play, play all the teams in our division, which is what five? It's five teams in our division, and then we got. Three crossover games where we played three teams from the the south. I mean the north. Okay. And the three teams we playing is one is two teams in Milwaukee. Uh, one is called the Wallatosa Spartans, and another one is called the uh, uh, Muskego Hitmen. And then like there's uh, I just want to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> but they like right outside Milwaukee, so they like the little suburbs of Milwaukee. Oh, okay. And then there's the, another team we play is the Racing Threat, and they are the Racing. So those are three crossover teams we play. All right. Okay. Um, where, where, uh, what high school exactly are your home games? Uh, we play out at Riverside Brookfield High School. Um, right when I say next to the Brookfield Zoo, Zoo. like practice. Yeah. yeah. And that's what that's the nickname yeah, of the stadium. Just, we call it the Zoo. It's right oh. across the street, or whatnot, next yeah. to it, basically, yeah. It's right across the park a lot. Yeah. Like, I, we can hear the animals when we do that. I got, a, I, got a, I got a zoo membership over there, dog. I park in that, that parking lot all the time. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> that's, like, that's, I mean, we, that's, the, that's the membership parking lot over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you can, I mean, like, seriously, you, you can hear the animals when we leave in practice. Yep. That's how close we are. Okay. Uh, Dre, you got any more questions for Horatio? Nah, man. I just want to, you know, I wish you a good season. I hope you go here and get yourself a championship so you can walk out. <laughs> you can walk out, man. Because I think that's why you keep playing. You keep playing because you want that rig. <laughs> that's, that's basically what it is. I mean, I, I enjoy playing football. I enjoy the guys I play with. I mean, I mean the young guys kind of keep me young because – you know, they have their own little, they do their own little thing, and I kind of join in. They make me do the little dance or whatever. <laughs> I ain't about dancing. I'm about here trying to beat up some people for a couple of hours and go have a beer and chill out because the next day I'm not moving. <laughs> I don't move. I, I'm like, you, you've seen the story about Jerome Dennis when they show him after a game the next day. That's me. Like, Everything on my body hurts. I, I I wake up and I find bruises and like I got a bruise on my shoulder right now. This this happened not this Sunday, last Sunday. It's still there. It looks a part of my tattoo. That's how bad it is. But I'm like I'm trying to figure out. I don't remember getting hit in my arm, but it's there. So I mean it's it's. I mean I'm, I'm I got scratches, bruises. I got a bad left knee. 
I put a brace on it. I rub some icy hot, not icy hot. Uh, the stuff called BioFreeze. No. <laughs> I'm saying, I know you ain't using the Bengay, man. No, I'm not using the Bengay, no. no. Tiger bomb? Well, so like the, that, yeah, Tiger bomb. Yeah, I, I use the Tiger bomb. That, that Tiger bomb is the shit, though. That Tiger bomb that is Tiger bomb. That's almost better than that magic spray they use in soccer. No. <laughs> that shit that, that's just yeah, air. So I, they don't cause a penalty I'm, on I'm the play. myself. That's what's up. Hey, man, I, I, like I said, that video... That video had me want to come to some games. I'm like, shit, I live in Georgia and shit. I'm like, damn, I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen this season. I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to post it. I'll post the podcast. I'm going to post it on the According to Sources website. That was a dope video. I was like, yeah, man. I mean, he's been, like, doing, like, he does, um, like, this this past season, like, he just, he's been, like, saving up footage for the whole season. But normally he'll do, like, a game recap after every after every game. But this year, like, he just wanted to, like, do, like, a whole thing. And he, what it was is that he wanted to do, like, one big film. And hopefully it was, like, the culmination was us winning the championship. But that didn't happen. So he used that footage to start off, like, a, a documentary. And he's going to document the whole season. But he's going to put, like, like how he do our videos. He's going to do that throughout the season. So, he's, I mean, the guy's good. Like, he... I mean, you after a while, I see how the people do it in reality TV, where you think like, oh man, you know, got this camera in your face all the time. Like, and it was some point like, when do you forget the camera is there? And at first, it was like, I got this guy in my face with this camera. Like, would you get out my face with this camera? <laughs> and then after about two, three games, like, I don't even think the camera's there until you show footage. And I'm dropping f bombs left and right. He's like, sometimes I gotta cut you out because. You <laughs> And I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm not cussing. Like, he's like, hey, you you drop more F-bombs than I know anybody. Hey, man, you fit right in with us. <laughs> I think I think the, uh, we've been a little bit more reserved as of late. That's probably because you ain't been on the show, though. Yeah, I, mean, I can get a little ridiculous. I, I'm not. I listen, if the first podcast we ever did, I, I must have dropped, like, 60 F-bombs. I was just like, damn, I embarrassed myself. And you know that's hard. I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, actually, the uh, second preseason game, I, um, I, it was a uh, we was doing something, and um, we went on the field like three different times on offense, and I, I play center, so um, I'm coming out on the field the first two times, and it's like a, every time I come out there, like we we got like two or three new linemen, so I'm coming on the field and we missing a lineman, so you got to yell. Hey, we need a lineman. The second time I go out there, hey, we need a lineman. So we go out there for the third series. And I'm just like my whole, like, the guys will be playing on my left side. There's no one there. And we're in the huddle. And I just, I called a timeout. I walked to the sidelines. Like, <laughs> I, I, I must have, he said I dropped by at least three or four F-bars. And the ref, like, gave me a warning. He's like, you can't do that no more. And I'm like, what did uh, I do? He said, do you not remember? Like, did you black you out? Black out? Yeah. <laughs> you <blacking> out? <laughs> it took the guy that, that does the video. He showed me. He said, and he showed it. And I just like, if you, I said, if you motherfucker, don't bring y'all ass out. You don't want to play. Get your. And I'm just like going in. I'm like, wow. Uh, that's not me. 
I guess I get like that sometimes. That's what's up, man. Um, I would definitely like to check out a game if I had the opportunity. But uh, my ass lives in Georgia. Um, I mean, it happens when you get into competitive situations. I, I mean, people get kind of ridiculous. You should hear Dre play Call of Duty. I mean, it. I I got to put the kids to bed. Yeah, I I do get a bit outrageous, but that's just my personality. I'm like that. I'm talking. I'm playing. Call of Duty. I'm playing basketball. It, it don't matter what I'm doing. I'm I'm gonna talk shit. This is what I do. Um, yeah. So it's okay. It's okay to curse a little bit, man. Don't feel bad. <laughs> Hold your head up. <laughs> curse, a, curse a little bit. Hey, man. You should have heard our conversations before we start podcasting about how much we were gonna curse. That shit didn't last very long. I just want to let you know that we was like, yeah, we we can't even do it. Yeah, the the not the not cursing uh thing went down in, in glorious flames. <laughs> About ten very minutes. very quickly. That About and not saying nigga. That ended quickly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Died a horrible yeah, that, horrible that, death. That, that, that word flies. That word flies around a lot, and I, I play on the team. To... What'd you say, Rob? I think the nigga thing kind of lasted for a little, a little longer than the no cursing thing did, though. Nah, I not for me. <laughs> no, not for Trey. <laughs> it seemed like for ETMF it did. Nah, no, we edited. We edited it out. <laughs> oh, yeah, we edited it out. <laughs> yeah, because it was a it was a couple of them. Uh, Plus, we drank too much back then. Yeah, and we were drinking a lot when we did read podcast. Yeah, but uh, it's good. It's good to have you uh, back on, man. We'll try to we'll try to have you back on again. Yeah, we got- and, and yeah, we're gonna have to do some uh, your season, and then do some NFL predictions. I'm excited. I reactivated my fantasy football league today. It's going down, so we we, we can get some predictions in. I am not partaking in one fantasy football anything this year. Why not? Because I enjoyed my life a hell of a lot more watching football <laughs> without fantasy football being a part of it. You know so the I'm funny. Gonna, I'm gonna say the funny that. thing is, I was like, you know what? I got, I'm actually going to a game this year. I'm like, what if I'm tailgating and I forget to set my fantasy lineup? I actually thought about that. You see, I'm not. I don't think about stuff like that. Like they used to really mess my day up. Like, man, I had two guys on the bench and I, and a couple other guys that weren't even playing this week, and I didn't like. I don't give a fuck about that shit no more. Hey, I just want to watch these football games. I just have fun. It's not fun being I'll, stressed I'll, out about this shit. I'll I'll play play fantasy football, man. I only want to be stressed out about the 49ers. I don't want to be stressed out about 17 different goddamn fantasy football teams and the 49ers. I'm more worried about my fantasy football teams winning than my real damn team. I look at my goddamn fantasy football team, and then I look at the 49ers like, oh, they won too. Cool. I think I got to make sure I won my week. Who were the 49ers playing the week that you had a total outburst off of an interception return for a touchdown? You remember that last year? Man... I, Rachel, I don't know if you listen to that show. We, we're recording a, a ETMF, right? And Sunday Night Football is on. Me and Dre are watching it. Next thing you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, get these motherfuckers. Get them. And we just like, <laughs> I'm like, for y'all that yeah, actually, don't know what's going on. If you're going to try to quote me, at least quote it right. I said, well, yeah, get these bitch-ass niggas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those were words that I used. But, I, I mean, I'm very, very passionate about the 49ers. This is the way it goes 
Yeah, we'll we'll definitely have you back uh, before football season starts. I'm I'm excited for that too. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, this is my least favorite time of the sports year because it's just baseball, and I'm a baseball fan, but it just so it doesn't fit in my fancy like that. There's enough basketball news to to keep you uh, into the basketball season, and uh, World Cup just ended. If you want to be a fake ass soccer fan, for uh, it's still it's still going on actually. If you want to be fake soccer uh, fan, which a lot of you motherfuckers ain't because the USA is gone, so now y'all ain't gonna watch no more. But that's okay. Hey man, it was fun. I, I can't even tell you who's in the damn World Cup still. It was it was good, man. I I I got sucked in. It was good, man. I'm not. I'm just bullshitting because I actually hate that people say that. Then you know, you guys only care about soccer because it's the World Cup, and I'm like, yeah, it's the yeah, World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a damn about curling. Well, what else are you paying attention to? Right <laughs> I want hey, USA to win that curl. I want USA win that curling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, the line. You know, Atlanta's getting an MLS team in like two years, and they seem excited for some reason. I'm like, ain't nobody gonna go to those games. But they probably go to the first one. They 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 on the rise in the MLS too. They yeah. they're getting like four new teams. Huh? I just I just they're getting like four new teams. Yeah, they're getting they're getting a lot of talent from Europe to come over and play in MLS, which is crazy. Yeah, when I watched, so I mean names are still names, man. People still know the names. I mean, I guess it's not like it's the NBA. You know, when you Dwayne Wade, these guys are still actually pretty good. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, you got teams, he just can only teams out there like in Portland and, and whatever, and they they pull in about forty five, fifty thousand because they really don't have any other teams, so they get those fans. Whereas you got teams like in New York or Chicago, and you may see twenty thousand out there, give or take, depending on the weather, but. You know, it's it's growing. The league, the league is growing. I mean, it's it's getting popular. But yeah, that, uh, I mean, but now you have, I mean, you you have the uh, what's that the 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 the, the league over there and um, the Premier League. They show it in on NBC. So, I mean, that the last uh, USA game got more uh, more ratings than any game uh, NBA Finals. So they're definitely doing something right. Um, we gonna. We're going to go ahead and uh, go ahead and wrap this up. We're going to end it with another prediction. Uh, so we're going we gonna to go and say, uh, what happens with uh, Melo? Where does he go? And uh, we'll start with you, Rob. What happens? My, my, my gut tells me that he ends up on the Bulls somehow, some way. I don't know what the Bulls end up giving up or what they, you know, how they make it work with the money. But my gut tells me he'll end up on the Bulls. The pessimistic Bulls fan in me tell me he'll end up going back to New York. Sean? I'm with Rob. I think those are the only two options. Either he comes to Chicago or he stays in New York. But, I mean, it depends. Like you said, if he if he wants to win, he goes to Chicago. If he just wants the max deal, he goes to New York. Ratio? I think he's coming to Chicago. I'm gonna put my bet on Chicago. Uh, I, I really believe, like, <laughs> no, seriously, like, I really believe that if he knows he wants to win, he don't want to go through a whole another rebuilding stage. 
you don't want to go to Houston because who want to play with Dwight Howard? He's soft. Uh, <laughs> LA, he ain't going to want to go play with Kobe because Kobe is Kobe. And New York, like I said, New York is rebuilding. So what better option to come to a team that's ready? They're ready to win. They just need that one key, and he's that key. So you'll see Melo in the number seven jersey with the Bulls across the chest. Uh, last time we had a podcast, I said the Bulls were going to get Melo. I said they were going to get Aaron Aflalo. I said they were going to win a championship. I double, I triple jinxed it. Well, might as well keep it going. We're going to get mellow. One way or another, we're going to get mellow. I don't foresee a reason why he would go to New York if he wants to win. Um, unless he really, really believes the field can, can get it done or his wife just takes his balls and puts them in a purse and tells him <laughs> you're not leaving, which is a distinct possibility that Lala is going to check his ass and say we're not leaving New York. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, I think he, I, I think he wants to be a winner. I think he sees the Bulls are probably the best chance for him to win. So you might as well just put that quadruple jinx on him, man, and say that Melo is going to be either a number fifteen or a number seven jersey. Uh, Chicago Bulls start the season. This has been the Cordon Sources podcast. Uh, we came back a hell of a lot earlier than we normally do. Man, so it's got to be some kind of record. <laughs> You guys should be happy about that if you even listen to this shit at all. We want to thank Horatio for coming through with the football stuff. Thank you. It's always good to have you on, man. Uh, we love you. We love listening to your stories. Hopefully, you guys get that championship this year, like I said, so you can walk out. You know, you can walk out like uh, like a champion. Walk out before you break down. Yeah, you can't keep playing football to the wheels fall off. We don't want you to do that. We want you. We want you to get out while you can still have fun. Uh, right, right, you guys, right. You know where the catches. You know where the catches. <laughs> you came with a podcast. I gotta give. You, I gotta fuck with you a little bit. You guys know where the catches. Uh, corner sources at uh, gmail.com If you have any questions. Website is according to sources. I've been putting up some really, really good content. I don't even I don't normally toot my own horn. But lately the shit I've been writing has been something like spectacular. So I advise you guys to just go ahead to the website. Peruse a little bit, you might find something you like. You know, tweet that out, Facebook that out. Let other people know that you found dope shit. Um, I'm always on Facebook. I don't know if any if you guys who listen are on Twitter or you follow a bunch of stuff, but I've been breaking down the NBA free agency to people for the last week. I've been on it. If you need information, you can go to According to Sources Facebook page. I'm always breaking new stuff. I'm always putting out good content. I'm usually putting out stuff a hell of a lot quicker than you'll find on like ESPN or Fox Sports or something like that because people I follow on Twitter and the little context that I have a hell of a lot faster. So, you know, go to the Facebook page and like it, man. Um, it's always a good conversation. Um, and that's about it, man. For Rob, Ratio, Sean, the Corner Sources, and we out. Peace.